84 of Nerd to No Basis over here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. This is Lisa, also known as Straight Out of Canto, and I am joined tonight by. Hey, uh, keep... finally back. It's hey. Bryn. Hey, Brian, welcome uh, back. Uh, Keanu Calicone here, thrilled to be back as well after a little bit of an unexpected holiday. And Dara here, welcome back, Keen. And it's Kev. I hey, have Kev. never left. Hey, Kev. I've always been here. Like Stan Lee cannot <laughs> leave Kev my is like door. The, Kev, Kev is like the constant of like, always. It's like, I just know he's going to be there all the time. It's it's, it's great. I don't pay rent. <laughs> I don't pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> say, uh, right. If anyone hasn't seen the show that me and Lisa did on Halloween, that was super fun too. So check oh, out. man. Yeah. No, the Treehouse of Horror. I tuned in for a little bit when I couldn't. It, like it, it was a blast from what I heard. Oh a, yeah, no. it's such a good idea. Like fair play. Like also the way we managed to do it and didn't get hit with a copyright strike. That's oh, a win. Yeah. <laughs> that's a win. The whole time I was like, "This is gonna go down. This is gonna go down. This is gonna go down." And it didn't. So. Dan Castellnet is gonna find your house. That's okay. <laughs> I'm like here. I need to read all these scripts from Earthworm Jim, <laughs> and then he'll run away. No, it's fine. Your woman who your played Bart Simpson has liked a few of my Instagram posts. I'm really hoping it's not a bot no that runs. Yeah, yeah. Is way back in the Why? I don't know. I, I'm assuming it must be bot because her and the woman who plays Kyle's mom <gasps> both liked a few of my posts. And I was like, ah, oh. like, like I checked it with them. It's like, oh, that's a bit random. They must be like nice. robots running their accounts or something, just liking different things and different demographics or something like that. Yeah, it's I, like I, when you find in your stories celebrities and you're like, there's no way Alice Cooper. Is liking my post about a sandwich I had at lunch. You'd be surprised, to be fair. Yeah. Like, I know I I love the level of respect Keen has. He's like, you're one that plays Bart Simpson, and then the lady that that plays character. <laughs> so, well, I have a Keen respect only one hustle. Exactly, just, just one, no others, no others. Well, see, now we're gonna find out if it was actually them because hopefully they'll be listening. Yeah. Well, like you know, I mean, I just hope that like if uh, if it was bots, I hope that like uh, the real lady who plays Kyle's uh, mom doesn't find out because I hear that she's quite the you know, you know what, what? So, doctor, you know what oh yeah, yeah yeah say more things take the heat off me Bryn go yeah. on <laughs> yeah. um, guys have you uh, have you seen this Xbox thing. The Xbox came out apparently this week. Yeah, I've seen, oh, I've seen a few. About like, it, yeah, and I'm just like, I have. I, I was funny because Kotaku were um, did a review where they didn't talk about the console at all. They just talked about the way it had too many holes and it triggered her. It's like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was my like introduction <laughs> to finding how out. How dare this thing have proper air intake and outtake? <laughs> yeah, I, I swear, like it's on Kotaku where you can just like literally read her review and she doesn't talk about anything but the fact that the air holds trigger her because it's too many. It's that weird thing, you know, the where people are afraid of holes. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, oh well. One, I didn't know this was coming out, and two, I still don't know anything about the console, so. <laughs> That's like that's the one like the one review I heard of it was literally just like it's fine. I know why people like, are it so is literally surprised. it is exactly as people have expected, basically. As like, yeah, you know, runs 4K, it's an Xbox. 
It's definitely an Xbox. It's definitely oh, an Xbox. 700 quid, please. Game Pass? It works. You can, <laughs> you you can play Outer Worlds, but now it's shiny. Yeah. It turns on, it turns off, and it does everything in between. Five stars. But here's the thing. It's only taken me, what, five, six, seven years to get around to the PS4 properly. I'm like, I'm fine. I don't really need, there's nothing here I need. You know, I just, people are like, oh, I I can't wait to get my PlayStation 5. And I'm like, why? What are you going to play? There's no games. (laughs) Oh, get in line. The Nintendo Switch is the first console I got since the PSP, the first PSP. And it was a gift. But the Switch makes sense. But the Switch makes sense, at least. It has games. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like there's stuff they're to do good, on it. They're not good, but they're it still there. There. <laughs> don't forget that at launch you had Breath of the Wild, admittedly, and one two Switch, and that was it. So... Yeah. yeah, but at launch though of the Xbox, you get <clears throat> nothing. Yeah, it's like, fair. It's I'm not like saying Xbox are better. I'm just yeah, saying, like, like you know, launch windows are never ideal. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I will give you that. I'm just yeah. kind of like, you guys can wait to. A couple of months and get it next year. Like well, I, it's funny. I I was I was on I was on a. I'm not going to name the, the 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 toy purveyor, um, local toy purveyor Facebook page, and people were like looking for. There were parents were giving out about the Xbox. Oh, I saw that. That I, came up oh, on so my funny. news feed, and I'm like, so why funny. is Dara commenting on the? And it was the funniest thing, and it was really funny. <laughs> you, you, I don't think you expected people who knew you to see it. Oh no, I don't care. I fully, I Sorry, fully, can, we roll, I, can we roll back a bit? What happened here? I fully expect people to see my comments, which is why I'm like, I'm just going to troll. So, um. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. I okay. didn't know whether to say anything or not, but oh, I no. thought it was funny. Okay, hilarious. well, Lisa, uh, you can tell the story because. You know. I don't, what which console was it? Was it the new Xbox or something? Oh uh, yeah, it was the new, it was new or Xbox something? or PL five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I so just... yeah, I was minding my own business on the internet one day, and this post for Smiths comes up, and it was actually a sponsored post about like the new Xbox or PS five or something, and it's nothing but parents complaining about um trying to order a new XP five or whatever and complaining because the website kept crashing and I'm just there scrolling scrolling and they're like oh this is awful this is a disgrace my little blah blah won't get this on Christmas day now you've ruined Christmas day Karen's Karen's everywhere and then there's just Dara trolling all of them underneath explaining how the internet works to them (laughs) and I'm just there like and he's just and you can't fault his logic but it's just so unwanted by the Karens of the chat hilarious basically they were upset that they DDoS the website and I'm like, you do understand this is what happens when thousands of people go to a people, website. Yeah, like a hundred thousand people all click on the same website yeah, at the same it's time. Like, it's going to happen. And then I was like, listen, Timmy can still play Fortnite on the PS4. You're fine. Yeah. You know, it's just like, <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't I don't understand because obviously I'm not a parent. Uh, two people in this in this group are, so maybe you guys will know in, in time. But Three, I'm just like but okay. <laughs> Three, three? Who has it? Oh, well, of, of humans, Lisa. Are you going to get the Xbox Five or whatever for your for, hamsters? Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. Are, does, are they... does Kevin urge for Fortnite? That's the thing. That's the real question. <laughs> oh. oh, hold on. Does Kevin understand how to play Fortnite? Because I still don't. I still I, haven't I got through the main watch. menu. I have like I have three schools on this, Dara. <laughs> 
Oh, Don't bring I, another I, species into this. I need to know because every time I try to install it, I'm just stuck at the the, the menu going. I don't get it. You turned your PS Vita into a satellite, and you can't do this. Exactly, that's the problem. I don't understand it. Help me, guys. Just don't, just don't have the patience to get through the, the lobby. That's the lobby is it's sitting is. there. All it is is just a lobby, and then Michael trans Michael uh, Michael Yeah, that's it. Dreamcast like... ROM hacks are trying to sell you Joker skins. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. All, like, what literally, it is. all I saw on the the Fortnite screen was just skins for these things. I'm like, where's the game? But I just want to play the game, and then I got. How do I get in here and shoot twelve-year-olds? Please, please tell me. Exactly. Do you ever see the? F- I really feel like this is what people were like, what adults were like talking about Pokemon when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> was just like talking about the blatant consumerism of it all. <laughs> They're just like the professor's telling me not to go into the long grass, and then the game ends, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Hey, Timmy, did you catch Pikachu? <laughs> No, you have to you have to get the, to get the gold edition to get Pikachu. You have to, you have to get the special the special Game Boy. You know, and... <laughs> so here's the thing. I think South Park did it the best with uh you know my favorite shoe, my favorite shoe. Mm. Um, yeah. I have to say, you know, it's a, 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 a sad week this week because J Con was supposed to be this week, guys. Mm. Yeah. yeah, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Sure. Look. Yeah. Can I? Can I just say, Delisa, you've really made yourself part of the family in a very short amount of time. Absolutely. You too, Kev. Like you know, it's like yeah. it's, it blew my mind that JCom was only a year ago. Like it feels so much longer. Yeah. And not just because the world ends. The power of pandemics. <laughs> yeah. Everything's like really intensified because it's like we're gonna die. Let's be best friends. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> basically is. <laughs> I just can't believe that a year elapsed so quickly, but also slowly at the same time. Yeah. Well, tell me what. Don't 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 dwell on that. Then what what are your memories of JCon? And for the people listening at home, what is JCon at all? In case you missed their appearance there, Lisa, go for it. Okay, so JCon basically it's like remember Ertacon? <laughs> it's yes, kind of like fondly. the little con that filled the, the big Ertacon filled hole in all the nerds of Ireland's hearts. So basically, it's a Japanese kind of more orientated towards anime, manga, Japan culture rather than Marvel DC conventions. Mm. And it's on in Croke Park. And it was annually until this year when mm. everything disappeared. And it's just fantastic because they just have so many fantastic panels. Um, the cosplay is absolutely off the charts. They're like everybody brings their A game to a it's day. It's always con- way better. It's always oh, way yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just the artist alleys and the trade halls and the, just the diversity of the merchandise is always fantastic. I find at JCon so much better still than just like the, uh, European Championship, like for Dublin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. that, that's a big part of why the quality yeah. was so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they do it on the set. No, so it was one day, so they do it at the end. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's always really Unreal. good. Like, one thing that I've always found it's that, like, while DCC is good, it kind of gets overshadowed by some of the bigger professionals. But yeah. then at smaller conventions, you see like people who are kind of in that mid tier just doing mind blowing things. Yeah, and the fact that, like, with, with certain conventions, a lot of them can feel very uh, you know, like you're you're meant to go shopping, 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 and it's always the big fran. I won't name no names, but it's always like the big franchise com- nerd companies that mm. already have stores around Dublin. Whereas with places like uh, JCon, it's the smaller nerd shops that get a bit more attention, which is nice rather than just oh look five GameStop stalls. 
Actually, no. that's one thing. GameStop weren't at DC, weren't at DCC this year, which was weird. Well, not DC. Really? No one was at DCC this year. Yeah, but the year, uh, the summer one, I was like, oh, GameStop are usually like everywhere, but they just weren't. Yeah. Weird. yeah. Can we not to, not to dovetail too far into another story? Did I hear that GameStop were having like a TikTok competition? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. so if anyone doesn't know, uh, GameStop are just doing really weird things during this pandemic. And one thing that they're doing is they're having a TikTok con- competition for their staff so they can get more hours to work. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's make retail worse, guys. What a Dance time to be job. alive. You That's guys. like drop pants for food, old Gray Mare. She used to be. 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 That's oh, they deserve so all the hours they can get it. if they do it. It's so mm. dy- it's so dystopian, though. It really is. <laughs> it's just it's like we're you know I don't know. Like it again, uh, but it's it's dystopian, the but sad. Like, the mm. I guess I'm not surprised be, but of this coming from GameStop. Oh no, yeah. no, no! Oh, <laughs> like, they're horrific. Like mm. nothing about this shocks me from GameStop. But GameStop, if you want to sponsor us, you totally yeah. can. <laughs> we love our capitalist yeah. corporate. We, we, can, we can install the Tiki Talk. Raid yeah. Shadow Legends. <laughs> get two get extra the, champions. Get the Brave Browser. At least the Brave Browser is good. You know, they're okay. The browser but... is good. The browser is great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a browser bean. It looks like the browser. Homer, there's no face on that bean. Marge? You're nothing no, like we don't, Mother. We love GameStop. <laughs> Points. Actually, funny story. True story, right? So GameStop have released a, a, a line of like, um, special Star Wars figures, so like they're all based on video games, and um, the most recent, like one that I really want and have ordered is uh, Darth Nihilus from Cult R Two, mm. and I'm like, oh great, okay, cool. So I ordered it like three or four months ago, and I forgot that it comes out in like two or three weeks. So I was like, oh grand. And when I ordered initially, they totally messed up my address, so I had to kind of go back in and open seven tickets to get them to change the address, mm-hmm. uh, which was fun. GameStop support is. <laughs> horrific and uh yeah they eventually opened it up and it's there so to be fair like it's a smart move for GameStop that GameStop to have stuff like that because i'm sure it's heck not gonna buy games off them but um yeah so there we go there's one thing they did right i suppose eventually can i contradict that one thing they did wrong well, <laughs> uh, hold on um, i think i'm on a laundry list here somewhere huh? yeah well can't fetch is that my last experience of GameStop is the one in Dunleary was having a closing down sale and I thought, oh, right, I'll get a game for old time's sake. So I picked up mm. Kingdom Hearts 3, and I was like, oh, half price, cool. And I handed it to your woman. Again, the last day of the shop being there. Oh, and, did you ask uh, for a she... card? No, no, no. Worse than that, she goes, oh, that offer isn't on anymore. And she takes the sticker off. <laughs> I was like, oh. that, that isn't that isn't how... Power. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like that isn't how stick. That that isn't how stickers work. No, that's, any other yeah. shop in the world, you'd honor that. Yeah, that's, like, that, that's that, actually that, a violation of consumer rights. Like, yes, it is. Yeah. like a hundred percent. Like that's small claims court right there. Like, it's, like I, I just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was, I just wasn't bothered. I left. Like, yeah. oh, but, I mean, oh, like, that's I mean, so even petty. that's her last bit of power before her shop shut. Actually, yeah. another similar thing was went into a, a store and uh, I was wearing the wrong kind of mask apparently, and I'm like. Okay, 
Right. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, here we go, Amazon, because that's what happened. So I just went and what I bought it. mask was it? Was there like writing on it? Did it look like no, the Joker's just, face? It just, no, it just, it just was a black mask. And I'm like, okay, what mask am I supposed to wear to go into the store? It's, it's ridiculous. Okay, um, now you double back. You come back with like a full plague doctor mask. <laughs> Just, just go back with everything covered. Just like okay, stuff full of incense. Like, is this is this good? You should have <laughs> come, okay come back. Should have come back in one of those old timey scuba suits or a bellows. <laughs> <laughs> My like, I still, even though like it's been nine months, no, few things have yet to top like the first week. Like, COVID really hit Ireland. Yeah, there was the picture of your woman on Dublin bus with just a oh bucket, yeah, a duct tape. Like, what? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like this <laughs> yeah. is. This is, again, I missed like, what no. you said. Yeah, so, like, there's a picture of like just like a bucket on her head, and then just like duct tape sealed around her coat. Just uh, <laughs> imagine a fishbowl made of Tupperware. Yeah. Like, we like, had an like old man come in Mysterio. with a plastic bag around his mouth instead of a mask. That's he'd, like probably put not the a handles good idea. over his ears, and he'd mm. tied the end of the bag at the front, and it was just going in and out like um like bellows. I'm I'm just like. Will I just buy him a mask? <laughs> that can't no, be no, see, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He wasn't doing this for health things. He was. He was just asphyxiating himself. That's yeah. He yeah, just, I he was just, like, this he is just, something just paid... you say for the boudoir. He just paid manhunt way too much and was like, oh, this is just how I deal with things now. Oh, man. Did, did any of you see the ad? Uh, there was like this ad that was uh, going around uh, Twitter a lot where it was like uh, basically like this like high end kind of um face mask thing where like basically it looks like a kind of backpack that you strap onto your shoulders but it, it makes a dome over the front of your head it has filters going at the back and everything and it's oh, just complete overkill wow. for yeah it but it's just one of those things where like it just looks like com- such incredible overkill when it comes to trying to keep yourself safe during during a pandemic that anyone who saw you with I, it would just make fun of you instantly. I'm, try- like, I'm trying to visualize it. And I don't know whether or not this is just me being incredibly on brand as an anime fan, but I'm only ma- I'm only imagining them in the style of Bleach. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing, right? It's like you haven't gone like they're saying that the Mandalorian is like the perfect arbiter of like social distancing and all that kind of stuff because you wear a mask. He spends most of his time alone. Or cocooning yeah. one other person or thing. Yeah. And yeah. His, and his social it. bubbles are tiny. Social bubbles. You know? He's fine. Like there's like f- what, six people on the show. So yeah, but Darth Vader has a breathing thing and an isolation chamber. See, that's yes. true too. But yeah. I don't think we're at the point where they're cheap and affordable. No. Yeah. Well, I, I'm looking forward to having like the buttons he has on his chest. <laughs> Like maybe yeah. you could put an MP3 player in there or something. That'd be when, cool. When everyone or your phone and it just like doubles as a. Like, You're right. You can everyone... just put your phone there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we get to a point where everyone can afford a respirator. We're doing really well. You know, that's like... true. And ninety five mask store are like thirty quid on Amazon. So that's mm. where I got mine. Eventually, it only took four months to arrive, but it <laughs> got there eventually. Totally missed the spike, but. It got there eventually. Just oh, yeah, that, was, that was at the times when no one was leaving their house. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, this is completely pointless. But yeah, it arrived eventually and I got my money back. So, <laughs> you know, win. that's a win. Uh, but okay, right. We have some crazy like headlines to get through this mm-hmm. week, right? So, uh, Kev, I'm going to let you lead this, right? So, what is this Japanese bear okay, hold robot on, wolf I'm, thing? I'm pulling back up the Guardian. 
<laughs> also, I, as well, I, I am I, citing sources here. He is sorry, sorry, and there is one thing as well that was that was brought up in our group chat that I'm like, what is this? And then I saw a news story on it, so we're gonna talk about that as well. It's like Hollywood's latest attempt to do Irish accents, and oh, it made the yeah. news today. Oh. It's so bad, apparently. So oh. Okay, before, before before we go to that absolute nightmare, absolutely, here's this yeah, absolute yeah, yeah, nightmare. Yeah, so it was uh, announced, or at least there was a there was a, a headline in the in the Guardian today. Uh, the, like I'm just simply going to read the headline as is: of Japanese town deploys monster wolf robots to deter bears. <laughs> That's the most. That's the most anime thing. I was going to say, heard. coming coming to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The makers of Castlevania. It's kind of just that that, that very stereotypical. Like, of course, Japan did this. Why? Why wouldn't they? But like, to be fair, it, no, it, it's literally like you know, it's grounded in a lot of fact because there are like rogue bears wandering Hokkaido. That's kind of a known thing, and yeah, like they said. Like you know, there has been actual like almost fatal attacks for bears, so they need a deterrent. But their deterrent, deterrent is, is robots. <laughs> their deterrent, and the thing is, right? So it's like it's it's a wolf. It's like a wolf robot with red flashing. <laughs> it looks like a little bit more high tech version of those like two euro shop Halloween decorations, like the motion sensor. <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of like flapping their arms and flashing lights and making spooky noises. Oh my god! This is never. This was in The Simpsons. Yeah, this is the, like this, this is basically an anime adaptation of when uh, the of, of the bear with the reindeers. The Simpsons. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. With the reindeer, you know where where. <laughs> yes, the Japanese Yes, the Japanese Santa. He's gift giving man. He lives on the moon. The moon. <laughs> this is literally no, what this is. That is literally the last. Ep- that's the last episode we haven't actually talked about. <laughs> Since our oh well, okay, yeah, we need to get back to that. Nerds know eventually. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, actually, I've been yeah. off for six weeks, but I'm glad to know that we still haven't progressed further in the season. <laughs> of course, we keep meaning to, but then my internet like blew up and yeah. just, everything like, went to hell. So. As, just, as wild as the story sounds, again, it's like if you look at the, if you actually look at the, uh, like the video and the pictures thing, it just looks like a two euro shop UV like Halloween decoration. But it's so, deterring bears. Listen, I'm I've, not saying it's not effective. <laughs> but you can qu- reason with bears. You can't reason with robots, you know? Yeah. Well, you can. It's just very difficult. Once, once you program for the, the three laws of robotics, you're fine. Yeah. But or hope, hopefully or, Japan just realizes that, it's not, that it wasn't bears. It's actually immigrants. Even when it was the bears, I let the, let the bears pay the bear tax. I pay the Homer tax. <laughs> Homeowner tax. Homer tax. <laughs> so is this? Is there like an attack on Titan connection here? How how frequently do bears attack local populations? A lot. As frequently yeah. as bears probably would. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, you know, things that are bigger than other things tend to attack those smaller things. Bears see, big. But here's the thing: do bears like Mr. Attack- Sparkle? Bigger. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's like you know, you. Oh, Japan's been around a couple of thousand years, and they haven't figured out to stop the bears. Like, I don't know. I'm like, it, it's. It Look, Dad, like all I'll say system. is, if your response to a problem is build a robot for it, the see, problem's the been around a while. But see, that's the bit that I'm like, you guys didn't have a solution already that didn't involve robots. Okay, <laughs> like I'm not saying robots. I'm work. gonna say cool, this but... is probably realistically. An increasing issue, perhaps due to deforestation um, and also waste and stuff like that, because it's the same in America. Because bears come down from yeah. the mountains, like yeah. in California, because they're it's attracted the same with gators by in, in Florida too. What yes. if the, what what if the bears want manga and, and we just don't understand? 
Oh, they're like, I just want to watch the latest episode of my favorite anime, and you're not being or cool. What if the Bears you just want to host talk shows? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like Gentle Ben. <laughs> Gentle Ben. <laughs> ben, no. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's, it's a damn shame because they're they're cuddly, vicious little guys. They're not little. I do, I do want to like scratch. <laughs> like Space but, Marines. But, um, I want to, but I want to scritch. That's yeah. fair. No, actually, a, when, I, when I was a, in. Sorry, one for, go right, There's a brain subreddit called Murder Mittens. Where you can see, we can see cats so with with big claws, and occasionally bears with their claws. Um, well, look, I, I didn't realize bears were so big because obviously, like it's like when you go to America the first time, and you're like, I have no reference for how big America is because you're from Ireland, and you know, like Ireland's tiny, you can walk <laughs> most places. But I was in the British Museum, not the British Museum, the Natural History Museum, not whatever the fuck uh, they're like Natural History Museum thing. I think that's what it's called. I was there last year, and it's the place that has the whale like in the mm-hmm. hall like the massive yeah. big whale but they have like dodos and i've never seen dodos before and i'm like oh there it is oh yeah no they are like three foot six they're yeah, bigger yeah, but, than you think but they actually oh. just have them there like and they're like oh there you go That's so anyway they're extinct because they're but, there well they're extinct because they ate them and shot them all yeah. but yeah. there's a few that are still kind of just there preserved right so they're like oh you guys probably deserved it because um, <laughs> apparently they taste really good. But anyway, um, they tasted too these good. Poor tiny helpless little fletchling birds who were killed by the evil men. You know, imagine Dodo maybe, pizza though. Maybe imagine that. Ooh. That'd be cool. Anyway, get on board with that. No, Dodos are more like that thing from you know, ever see the Pixar short from the birds, where there's a big purpley bird. Hanging yes, out with a lot of pigeons. That's like, kind of what it's like. It's just, it's yeah. really it's just like, a, yeah. like a real, like a real stubby ostrich. <laughs> Actually, you know what it's like, right? It's, uh, so the original Lewis Carroll, not to go off on a tangent, we've already done that. I will pull it back. But, <laughs> oh, God forbid, a tangent. Right. But the Lewis Carroll pictures from Alice in Wonderland are pretty much spot on. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait a minute. This is actually like exactly what it was drawn to be yeah. like. And I'm, my, my mind is blown. Anyway, so in the same hall as that, right? They have a bear. And this thing is massive. And I'm like, holy cow that's really scary so yeah you know what i understand building robots for that yeah yeah because it's just like all right but here's the thing if i was there in a bear attack i'm like here's some manga and then i'd run away yeah let's let's admire like you know south park the americans goes come and ride first and for japan it's like get the mechs get yeah. the mechs <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of like a- escalation there all right but i don't know they did just build a full-size gundam as well that moves yeah, so, yeah, for the bears. For the bears. <laughs> I don't think they're Powered related. By a bear. I don't think they're related. But do yeah, how do you that? know them? I don't know it, but I think it's eventually when Godzilla shows up. And what I'm like, saying is, way... I think me and Brin have some insider info that maybe you don't. Well, yeah. see, I'm just, I'm just like, it's 2020, and I'm like, listen, you know, they did kind of say a lot about Godzilla, and they're like, listen, we warned yeah. you, so it wasn't just a movie; it's yeah. coming. Uh, but they can't What's say that. Training manual. It was exactly yeah. It's like here's what why we built this, yeah. but anyway, look. I mean, like all like having having Gundams that that fight against bears is all we need to make this sad dystopia turn into a bit more of a fun dystopia. So <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. it's a bit close to Neon Genesis Evangelion for me. Like you know, it's that was, I, you know, we're getting we too close to that little, to begin with. I think we all need just a little bit more psychosexual thriller in our lives. Yeah, there's a distinct yes. lack of of nuclear. Well, Fukushima is there, but it's oh. you know, 
there's a distinct lack of lack of that in this story. So yeah, you're right, Jarrett. Fukushima sure is there. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Still, I, I, I agree. Lacking. Nuclear power uh, robot wolves. That's what we need. You know. You know, this could all happen. This could all be human brains transplanted into them because why not? You know, it's pronounced nuclear. (laughs) Nuclear. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. So I have a question before we get into the horribleness of what we're going to talk about. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Austin Aronas. What is this? Who wrote Uh, this? You know, this was just me fishing, like when we were kind of fishing for topics. I. The most out of left field thing I've done all week was sat down and watched the entirety of the 1995 Jane uh, Pride and Prejudice BBC series. The one with Colin Firth. Oh my god, that's amazing! And that's the thing. (laughs) I have never had any sort of uh, exposure to like anything Jane Austen or anything Bronte. Just not really my wheelhouse. Sat down, thoroughly enjoyable. (laughs) It is six hours of just posh people just being just full on sassy each other. Well, I mean, like, if you read Pride and Prejudice, like it reads like a like a sitcom, like a oh, comedy. Sure, it's yeah. just loads of five or six little funny shorts that just eventually, That's when it. you compress it into a series, has a narrative. But they're just it's yeah, just think, a comedy, like you so know. I think you're probably yeah. the you probably like you and Lisa probably are like the experts here because again, this is an entirely outsider looking in. I, yeah, mm. I think I just kind of expected met like melodrama. With a romance no, plot. it kind of depends. Like the same with Charles Dickens as well. Like some of them are quite intense, but then other ones are like just comedies, and you're watching mm. it going, "But I thought Charles Dickens was just miserable." And there's Sally That's... Fields running around yelling about donkeys. That's just it. And actually, it's like Sherlock Holmes is another one like that, where it's because yeah. we've seen so many films and TV shows where that's the tone you assume mm. the books are that way too but the books usually like are light and have jokes and all that kind of stuff yeah and sen- mm. like sense of sensibility would be heavier than pride and oh, prejudice yeah, but that doesn't mean they're all down to nabby like coming in the windows gosh to be terrible that kind of thing you know well, i suppose yeah. it's, i suppose it's kind of like any media that like takes on a life mm. of its own where it's like it's it's given established tones like like i think the best thing to do is like batman everybody assumes batman's one specific way and mm. then when yeah. it changed it's not so yeah that's you know, yeah, that's a really good example. Yeah, yeah, this is absolutely one of our podcasts because Dara managed to veer a talk about Pride and Prejudice. Yep. I didn't absolutely. bring Batman. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you haven't brought Batman in in ages. Come on, guys. Uh, but yeah, like it's just I don't like I don't other than just kind of like to say I actually do thoroughly recommend it. A uh, lot more like a I, I like a lot more feminist forward as well. <laughs> like comparatively, I suppose for kind of what yeah, I'm it was written by it was written by the Brontes. Like written by, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. this is Austin. Oh, Austin, uh, sorry, but the Brontes are the same. Uh, yeah. yeah, but the Austin and Bronte, very progressive, like, especially oh, yeah. for their time, like, yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, like, but I, I me, me, me and my girlfriend just uh, could not stop laughing. I think it's at the end, like, the first episode where uh, Mr. Darcy professes, professes his love to Elizabeth out of nowhere, and she just spends about five straight verses just smacking him down. You <laughs> can see him, he's like... <laughs> Just like tearing him apart, it's wonderful. And then, like, just oh, there's there's like when there's when a scandal. I not to spoil parts of Pride and Prejudice, but like when there's a scandal. It's a several hundred year old book, Kev. I think the spoilership is sale. Three euro fifty, and Eason's near you. 
like, or you could just download it. Only. It's, it's a public domain. I think. I think spoiler warning is no longer required. Like the youngest daughter runs off with the soldier and doesn't marry him. The mother is just so distraught and so like a hundred and ten percent beyond extra that she just lies in her room in her pajamas and screams. But see, I think I, 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 think, I don't know why, but based off of that performance, Kev, all I can imagine is Michael Palin doing that. Um, <laughs> it's not I, terribly far off. I've watched way too much Monty Python recently, see, I, so that might I think, be effective. I think a lot of the way that's written, it's a, it's so ridiculous that it. One thing that's weird, right, with history in general, is like you forget that people are people. And mm. then once you kind of like, even it happens all the time. Like one of the great things about doing classics in general is it breaks down that wall where you're like, oh, you weren't all, you know, the Romans weren't all sitting there in trolls and things. They were just literally the same, just without iPhones. So then you find really <laughs> funny things like little jokes or whatever they write or just really petty things. You're like, wow, this is yeah. Twitter. This is Twitter. Like, you know, um, and it's kind Somebody of funny. Where... Drawing dicks on this wall for thousands of years. <laughs> oh, well, they invented that. Like, <laughs> that was... But um, I... yeah, no, I think like one of the things like, like the stuff that gets preserved is all like the real high class stuff yeah and then when you drop down you're like wait they were just normal so with this kind of stuff i think a lot of it was probably just them making fun of how ridiculous it can be and that kind of got preserved in the narrative and then we're then when we find later on we're like oh okay it's like it's like the equivalent of someone finding like the worst netflix show you can find that takes stuff ridiculous based in modern time and being like oh no this is what it was like yeah you know that's kind of what it's like you know the most base uh, Netflix show that takes stuff off to like pick it'd be like, a, it'd be like um, someone judging uh, judging 1990s Amer- uh, America on, on Friends. Friends literally yeah oh, that's, oh, oh, oh. that's exactly where I was going yeah Damn. yeah that's exactly like that would be the equivalent of it where it's like yeah a lot of this is probably true but it's all amped up for comedy and that's actually yeah there's yeah. No, no modern comparative to Friends actually Big Bang Theory would probably be close to it um yeah. judging for unfortunately unfortunately yeah. yeah yeah that would kind of be the same thing but you know it's fun like i think when you start a lot of stuff helps when you're um when they colorize film i find lately where you're like oh cool from world war one or you know wherever it's like oh they were just i was about to say that if you see you've seen they shall not grow old where they yeah. colorize the world war one footage yeah, yeah that was mm. bizarre to what to look at like yeah. Because like, like you think again, like the kind of pop culture, you think World War One, grey, mud, and obviously I'm not saying it wasn't miserable, but mm. you look at this footage and they're like, even in those circumstances, there's still people being people, they're still having a laugh and all that yeah, kind of it. stuff, like, and just keeping each other's spirits up, like. But that's it. Like people are just people, and I think like one of the hardest things to kind of understand that is putting yourself in that. And I think the more and more that gets like further away from things, the more kind of crazy it is. Which is mm. why when you discover like a Roman like diary or like written on the wall or something like that and they're just talking about it you're like oh wow you're just literally like us just, you know, yeah. it's just there's that kind of divide you know it's crazy it's what I think Monty Python's really kind of figured that out as well where it's like you know let's spin it this way but speaking of which all the Monty Python films are on Netflix now oh yeah, yeah. There's also That's a great docu-series on uh, the making of Python and it's oh, so worth watching because like basically oh, yeah? it's the living members of Python remembering all their time so they talk about every like uh, there's like there's, uh, specific episodes for, for each uh, film they made and then there's I like specific it. ones for like the different series of flying circus they made and it's, it's so good so so good um 
and like I mean, there's, I mean, I, I kind of uh, felt really bad for John Cleese talking about like because like basically like there's the the way Python was written was like that everyone was like in different teams, and John Cleese and Graham Chapman wrote together. If you know anything about Graham Chapman, you can immediately sympathize with how horrible that would have been as an experience for John Cleese to deal with because Graham wasn't sober often. Yep. Oh, um, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Why he's not around no. anymore. Well, th- th- there's a reason why he's the only one who's dead. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, no, there was like, a uh, Terry Jones as well died. Yeah, but oh yeah, Graham, but he, yeah, but he oh, died but like. Yeah. He died at an actual age. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like where you... Just, yeah. just want to clear that up just so that there isn't any, any miscommunication there. There is another dead yeah. one. Fair, yeah. fair. But like... <laughs> but one you know, was considerably yeah, more oh, yeah, recent. No, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Actually, one thing about Netflix, there's... I, I will have to throw a recommendation now for uh, Queen's Gambit. You, uh, you know, I yes! started watching that yeah. before we recorded and it is very, very good. It's very excellent. Good. We've been watching, because we're staying at my cousin's day, we've been watching it with uh, Stevie's aunt and it's brilliant. Like, I, I'm the only one of the three of us who knows how to play chess and it's just hypnotic to watch the way yeah. they present it. But it's, it's weird thing. Like, it's like, uh, uh, completely unrelated. I got super into chess there again recently and my friend recommended oh, to me. I'm like, oh, great. Mm. But the weird thing about it is as well, like, even if you, like... They, they present it in such an accessible way where even if you don't play chess, you're still able to like enjoy it because it's just like the way That's they handy. show it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out a comparison here because it is hitting me in the exact, like in a very similar way that a show I just got about halfway through watching. It was hitting me when me and Louise started watching Haikyuu, the volleyball anime. <laughs> it's a sports <laughs> anime. It's, it's the, what I'm saying is the Queen's Gambit is a sports anime. <laughs> kind of. Like, it's, it's, yeah, kind of. It's that sort of thing. It, like, it's just, it's making something that you really, like, that you probably wouldn't find very enjoyable, but it's grounding the characters and introducing it with so much drama and making it very simple to understand, all while wrapping it in an engaging plot. Yeah, and I'm, like, and like a sport, ago, yeah. Like Sorry. A week ago, I wouldn't have cared about volleyball. Now I care very deeply about volleyball. <laughs> Uh, I also got the same thing by uh, from the la- uh, the last dance, the Boston uh, Chicago Bulls uh, documentary that they released a couple of months ago. Yeah, Glow is good too, actually. For that, if you're not a wrestling fan and you want to kind of get into it, Glow kind of has the same kind of oh yeah appeal. Sadly, Glow got cancelled though. It did, but so actually, I watched The Exist too recently because I'm I'm trying to work through Amazon Prime before I get Shutter. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm yeah, I know I'm digging yeah. through so much slop but uh, some good things on amazon prime darknet's quite good it's like discount black mirror like really discount like bargain bin got black mirror um i would watch it still it's quite good uh but the exodus one and two are there the the shows which is cancelled i will have a warning and say it's the exodus tv show is probably the best tv show you'll ever see that you'll never get a, fin- a finale to so it's worse than it's worse than firefly because we got a fu- uh, finale to that but yeah it's Aww. annoying because it wraps up and then there's this big whole thing that they're building towards that's never going to be picked up again so right. it's annoying but you know you'll marathon it in a day because it's so engaging <laughs> actually do you want to know a really good netflix recommendation has anybody watched his house yes it no. has one of the doctor no. who's in it Oh, you have my attention. <laughs> my attention. <laughs> I don't know his name, but he was the Doctor Who, I think, after Peter Capaldi, but before the girl. Ma- Matt Smith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. So basically, it's a What's horror it called? movie. What's called? His House. His House. It's an English okay. horror movie. It's an indie horror from this year. It's just been released. Yeah, it's huge I'm at the minute. It it's about um, these Sudanese refugees who get asylum 
asylum granted to them in England mm. and the house they're given is haunted but they're also being like racist against so you're there trying to work out is the war in Sudan being a refugee the scary thing is living in a haunted house the scary thing is being pursued by racists and bureaucracy the scary thing mm. and it's actually just really interesting to see as well um and it just no other way to say it but it's nice to see black people with black people problems in a show on netflix where you're like this is such a different fresh perspective about something like refugees and stuff that's just such a real problem and happens every day do you know what i mean i mean that mm-hmm. in the like that came out so wrong but it's just such, <laughs> and it's such a good horror mm-hmm. like it's just such a fantastic horror movie so and it has it has matt smith it, so i would recommend it Excellent. I've been noticing he's been doing a lot of little indie things. Like, I think he did yeah, one with Kira Knightley for Amazon Prime recently. It's because he keeps getting screwed up every movie he's in. Yeah, they, they every franchise he gets put on dies, like, overnight. No, he, he wasn't I, even, he is... he, like, he wasn't even, like, he was cast, shot stuff for Star Wars, and they immediately cut him out. It's like, come on, dude. Oh. Shaves, Term- he, Terminator, same he, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he shaves his head for Terminator. Well, I'm here, like, he has been going ham on just, like, I think after Doctor Who, he definitely wanted to get away from like any sort of a typecasting. I remember the first t- the first headline I heard about him after his Doctor Who stint was that he was doing that was that he was leading a Broadway version of American Psycho. Oh wow! Oh, that was supposed to be great. Oh wow! And uh, that's just like okay, yeah, you've you've broken out of that mold, I guess. I know. Well, the first, I, yeah. Uh, the first thing I heard him—sorry, Kinkle. No, no, no. Sorry. The first thing I heard him in was that. Uh, oh, who's that actor who was everywhere? Who was in Drive for a while? Oh, uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan oh, Gosling. Yeah, yeah, he was in the Ryan Gosling thing that got booed out of cans. I felt so oh, bad for him because that was his first out thing out of Doctor Who, <laughs> and he like shaved his head for that too, and all that kind of stuff. Oh man, he needs to stop shaving his head. <laughs> that, that's clear. clearly that's the, problem the jinx here. like uh, so I suppose speaking of people that definitely need better uh, better agents getting them better gigs let's talk about this Irish movie <laughs> what a okay hold on Colin, oh, can, I do, can, I do, can I just put a thing okay. in there this isn't an Irish movie this is an I, American I movie I could not remember the name I don't know this is an I-O-R-O-I-S-H movie Irish listen now I saw some references to it and I'm like oh this is probably something to do with the election or whatever I don't know so I'm just like I just lost interest but then I saw then you guys were talking about I'm like what is that and then it was on the news and I'm like what why is this on the news and they're like yeah so some lad from from entertain.ie was like oh they've done it again and it's like it's like so basically uh, every it seems like every 15 years Americans try to they flirt with this perception that Ireland isn't like it is and mm. they come out with a bunch of actors doing a tri- horrible Irish accents don't even mm. kind of sound like that. actually last time they did it was P.S. I love you I think that was the last oh, oh yeah. no, <laughs> no 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 the last one was Leap Year which is a fan it's it's fascinating can I just go on a tangent please oh absolutely sure have, you, have any of you seen it no, no. oh I saw bits of it by accident one time and I do a quick it's Amy Adams and someone. Oh, I'm in and Amy Adams. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And it's basically yeah. it's a comedy that's about her intending to propose to her boyfriend on the leap year in Ireland because apparently it gives you good luck. Something I'd never oh, heard no, of anyway. It's going to be uh, terrible. So she tries to go 
with Ireland and ends up in Wales by accident, somehow gets a boat from Wales to Ireland and ends up miraculously on the other side of it geographically, like somewhere near Roscommon or somewhere like that. And then, like, if you have even a passing knowledge of Irish geography, like all the places they go, she like zips down to Cork and then up and then down and then she's in Galway and then this and then she's at the Cliffs of Moher again, which is north. But then she's yeah. like, and it's like, it's one of those films where Americans think Ireland is a field with a gate. <laughs> well, to be fair. Some cows <laughs> to be and fair. Catholics who don't like people who aren't married. They're not wrong, uh, but we resent it. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, a lot of that is true. But like, also Adam Scott's in this, uh, Bryn. Yeah. Which is like, the cast is quite good. So I'd actually probably enjoy this a great God, deal. I I, but I, I I almost feel embarrassed for Emily Blunt because she is hamming it to, to a bit. To, see, to a bit Emily Adam. Blunt is one of those act- actresses where I'm like, you're really good. Why are you here? You know? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, but like, but let's happened? talk about Jamie Dornan is Irish though. Like you'd think he like I don't know I don't know how much pull he has on a film set, but you think like they'd look to him for guidance. Like I don't know what his you'd excuse hope so. is. You'd hope yeah. so, but obviously my yeah. my theory on this, I know we haven't gotten into the why everyone's freaking out about this, but so, my theory on, about this the, is the movie, that sorry one second before you go. The movie is yeah. called Wild Wild Mountain Time. So just so people know. Doesn't that just say it all? Christopher Walken has the most convincing Irish accent, which is a red flag to begin with. That's not a sentence that instills confidence. No. I am a movie goer. (laughs) I have have a feeling that this is one that sat on a shelf for a year or two. Like maybe it got made just after Fifty Shades. And now that there's no films haven't made in the last year, they're like, try it. Because it doesn't look... Emily Blunt has a home in West Cork. Yeah. What? She has no excuse. She can do the accent. She has no excuse. I'm sorry. It's like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I have no excuse. (laughs) But how how much time do you reckon she spends in that home, Dara? Enough to know that what she's doing isn't an Irish accent. (laughs) No, I I, I think so. But obviously not. I did pull that a bit of a Twitter rabbit hole on it. And apparently, because it's based on, I don't, I don't know if play. it's the same name. It's, yeah, it's a play on the same name. Yeah, it is play mm. the same name. Yeah, because apparently it is like performances of the play are very abbed up to to ridiculous degrees. Still very right. much like Irish. So there might like there could be a bit of playing around with that. Doesn't make it good. <laughs> yeah, but like you could like the Abbey did like a few years ago did a production like that called Aaron Pogue, where they made it so big. That like when an Irish person jumped, they literally jumped five feet in the air and like someone had a sheep puppet under their arm. You can make the big thing funny on purpose. I don't think that's what this is. Yeah, I don't think that's what this is either. I think this is an earnest approach to this source material and they're completely just missing the mark again. I am am in fact doing research on the fly here and I did look up the uh, the, the director, John Patrick Shanley, American. (laughs) Oh, of course, yeah. don't say. Of course, oh, he's what probably a oh, oh, from the O'Mahony Chanleys side. <laughs> I have not, I have never heard of any of his stuff. Uh, he, the, like the, his highest rated one is Doubt, a movie with uh, uh, oh, with Meryl Streep and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, that that was okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, uh, the one thing that just popped into my head is: Do you think this is that like uh, this director might have? 
uh, might have fallen into the same trap the director from Troll 2 did, where he thought he knew more about how Irish people behave than Irish than people. Than Irish do. people. <laughs> Which is like, it's like, for context, like in Troll 2, it was an Italian director who thought he knew how Americans behaved better than the American actors. That were on see, set. here's the thing, though, right? Oh, he wrote a live. Oh, man. He actually yeah. wrote some decent movies here. Mm. Anyway, um, no, look, what I, what I think happened is it's this because Irish, like, English and, and Americans are a lot easier to kind of get a read on because we consume so much, so much more of the mm. culture and so much of the cultures out there. With Irish, it's like there's so much assumed and we're so similar to both English and Americans, but we're our own distinct, our, yeah. our own distinct thing that that's really hard to miss and it's rooted in subtlety. And no one gets that except for Irish people. You know, the closest, and even Irish media, like look at Fair City, case in point. Mm. You know what actually does get it really well? And I was shocked by Red Rock. Red Rock yep. is the most real show I've ever seen that depicts Ireland as it is. Oh yeah, that's that's a like, like it's a surprisingly good show by TV Three. Like you know, do. it's really they work really hard on I that. I couldn't one, believe like. it. I was watching it and I was in, like, I don't like sitcoms or uh, or uh, soaps. I was invested. Mm. I said I only watched five episodes in a row. I was like, this yeah. is fun, unbelievable. Yeah. It's but like, accurate. and it's because but, all the subtlety, subtlety is there, you know. But you raise a good point, Dara, because there is. I mean, I know we don't put out things as much as like America or the UK, but there has been a decent amount of good Irish film and TV content in the past few years. They've got mm, comedies, absolutely. you've got Dairy Girls yeah. films, you've yeah, got all the Letty Abrahamson things. I do find that a lot of air comedy, like a lot of stuff that comes from very Irish places, has been co-opted by yeah, the BBC. I agree. Yeah. No, yes, but all I all I'm saying is though you can Google stuff filmed and made in Ireland by Irish people. This either an astonishing. Oh. Okay, and I think you lost your mic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. King got so excited, I think he plugged his mic out. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> right, a bit dodgy at the moment. No yeah. worries. We got there you. We, go. we got Back. you. Um, and he's yeah, gone like again. It, it yeah. just it 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 just it astounds me that like with like you know there's a lot of Irish talent out there that either is going to like kind of very independent sources or just like going to the BBC and British broadcasting to actually get yeah. this stuff. And uh, so it is just it is astonishing how little RTE manages to actually produce tribute. Well, how's, oh, here's the thing, right? RTE has this ridiculous budget, and we all know where it goes. Mm. I was watching Red Rock, which has with a half the budget. And literally, yeah. like, and they're able to produce that, and you're like, "There's no excuse. There's no, no excuse no. for how poor RTE is." When well, yeah, this, you know. Abrahamson, Abrahamson has tried to, like, I mean, what was his big hit? Normal people, like yeah. he, they, I yeah. think RTE passed on that, didn't they? They did because, again, they did, like yeah. they do for every good thing that happens, they pass yeah. on it. But even oh, before that happens, he said that RTE it. have a very what is it called? You knock on our door approach. Like they hope big established talent just comes to them yep. as opposed to the Channel 4 model where they foster new talents and that's yeah. where something yeah. like Dairy Girls comes from, you know? Yeah. I'm Father Ted. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There you go. Classic example. Yeah. Because like the guys from Father Ted, they didn't even go to RTE because they're just yeah. like, well, what's the point? Like, the saddest, actually, I've got a recent RTE story that's like kind of personal. The saddest thing I have is, is I won't name them, but a friend of mine uh was working on a comedy show being potentially a pilot for an rc show to go out on rce and they said they did the pilot and it went really well and an insider told them it's either going to be this show or something they're giving to an influencer 
And as soon as he said that, it's like, this is never going to get made. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, that's the attitude, you know, they're chasing yeah. trends, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, case, another case of point, right? Uh, I talked to him now until now to use Skype. Yep. Mm. Skype, which is dead. <laughs> it's yep. dead technology. Uh, and it's just like, you know, millions and millions and millions of euros just been thrown at them every year and they can't produce one good yeah. thing. And even uh, a it, different uh, web player. <laughs> but that's the, you know and it, it's just one of those things where like it's really sad and I don't think that the traditional trend is going to be booked but you know maybe if well it's kind of hard because like what is the biggest representation of an Irish person to an American audience like what who is it that's not can I can I say something nice about RC just to kind of even the ship a bit no no no, no. no. Oh, please, please okay go on go on okay okay go on they've, they've been really doing well with their children's content in the past two years like the dens come back uh, blast from the past this week that went out yeah, that was really yeah. good uh, oh there was one without scientist puppets that went out last year that was really good too so mm. whoever's running the children's kind of department there they're doing a, fat, a good job and they do a lot of like outreach programs yeah. for people yeah. in that field as well just fair just enough. to be fair like yeah, yeah. yeah. and Bryn take but... notes because you have all of the RTE children's <laughs> den shows ahead yeah. of you get yeah. ready for Peppa Pig and Lifeboat Luke babe yeah. Hmm. Oh, my, my kid's gonna be is gonna be put on a Plex server and <laughs> a Plex server <laughs> hooked up to Linux right and now. And away, and away yeah. you go. And it's gonna just go. be Plex, Batman the Animated Series, Spider Man. There will be there will be no we pork. Yeah. Has he said I am a knight yet? No. Put him back in. Yeah. Put him back in. He's not going yet. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just oh man. Like oh guys. You know, as much as like you can be positive about the about RT at the same time, they basically said to, they basically took like um, the eighteen to thirty five demographic about 10, 15 years ago and told them to look elsewhere. Yeah, and yeah. then we did. And that's what happened. So, like, it, I, I like you know, you know, you know what they've done? They managed to cultivate a very strong independent market in this country. Yep. But here's the thing: the thing about the independent market is it's independent. Yeah. Most yeah. most Americans. No matter how much hipsters they are, they're only going to look yeah. so far, and that's oh, the truth yeah. of it. it it's like it's like it's like the, the whole the hipsters like in America want to look at Korea and Japan. They're not yeah. looking, but dude, they're it, not it, looking yeah. this way. The best way I can put it, it's like the 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 music scene in Ireland is the same, the theater mm-hmm. scene is the same, oh. the author thing. Anything creative, it's like Ireland is just too small, and that's it the is. way it is. It I is. I don't know if I agree though. At once upon oh. a time. He had a really good comedy lineup. Yeah, like what's ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that was and then it. they changed commissioner, and because yep. he didn't make those shows, he axed them all. Yeah, but like it to. doesn't take a lot to point a camera at a comedian or or give them like a Blizzard of Odd yeah. type it, TV it, show. It, it it's not it, hard. It, it yeah. takes belief and it takes yeah. backing, and neither of those things are going to yeah. come from. And then anyone that kind of gets above a certain like pay grade and is like, okay, I'm doing well. Yeah. Time to get in the boat like, across England. Like the Arrow Brain was happy to come back and work with the RT because he had for many years. Yeah, mm. and, and as soon as the commissioner didn't feel like he was worth the money, he was he stayed in the UK? Yep, and, and that's like, what happens. It's like all, any anyone of note works for BBC. Like, that's how we Ireland lost Graham Norton. He's yeah. English now. And I think He's it's no like, longer Ireland. Right. Speaks absolute volume. He's our when son, the BBC yeah. are more. <laughs> Yeah, uh, desirable of a, of a broadcaster to work for. Yeah, 
Yeah, and then, and then and then the RT are like, and then RT are like, oh, why are we why are we struggling to find viewers? Because you produce garbage, and there's nothing good. So like, the yeah. best thing to watch an RT is the occasional movie. Like I watched Gone Girl yesterday, yeah. and it, I couldn't believe it was on RT. I was in shock, and I'm like, oh wow, this is actually pretty good job, guys. Uh, that's Occasionally it. No. they make a good doc, but that's about it. They do. I like the Angelus. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That, to be fair, I will have to, and that's a topic for another day. Maybe the the nostalgia of going to a video store because oh, yeah. we have reached. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm gonna leave it there. Oh. Next week, maybe we'll pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've reached the end of the show, guys. This flew oh. in. This was really quick. Yeah, this is really great. God, we didn't even get to the plot of the Irish movie. There is no plot. Oh, it's terrible. I, <laughs> I watched it three times to prep for this, and I was so distracted every time that I couldn't see, like absorb it. That's fair. That's pretty much what your man for entertainment.ie said as well. So he just said I couldn't take any of it seriously. It's like, yeah, no, I don't think anyone can. For everyone listening to this now, if you're curious about what the film is, all you really need to know is as as bad as the Irish accents are, it's still not going to be as as entertaining to watch as watching Fatal Deviation again. So go watch Fatal Deviation on YouTube because it's good fun seeing Michael Graham in the 90s and trim uh, and terrible martial arts. Or, yeah. um, oh, terrible. The, like, there is a, what's it, Rawhead Red, whatever that movie. That's um, Rawhead Rex? Yeah, Rawhead Rex. Yeah. yeah, that actually is more of an Irish movie than anything oh, else. And, that's true. That yeah. was in Ireland. And, and shout out oh, to the Four Arms and Hog guys as well, who essentially yeah. made this trailer back in 2015, yeah. Beat yeah. for Beat. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is the most damning thing you can say about the originality of this movie, at least as far as the trailer goes. Yeah. Absolutely. Guys, is there anything you want to plug before we wrap up today? Will I go? Yep, absolutely. Um, okay, I'm still with Geek Ireland, and I'm now, because I just hate free time apparently, yeah. I am now reviewing both Star Trek Discovery and The Mandalorian on a weekly basis. So nice. if you're looking for some feedback on those shows, give the reviews a, a read, and thank you very much in advance for that. Okay, Grin? Um, so the next episode of um, Tech Takeover is still in the works, because surprisingly, having a kid is tiring. <laughs> so wait till they uh, start walking. Yeah. Oh no, I'm terrified of crawling. I, you know, walking is just a nightmare waiting to happen. Um, it's your house of that's, that's fear. Is what I'm thinking. Does your house have stairs? Those have stairs. Those have stairs. Yeah, which is why I'm thinking hamster ball. Um, yeah. You know, I think I someone on this panel can hook you up. <laughs> I'll come to make you a baby sized hamster ball. <laughs> Throw in a hamster with it. No! It's not alone. So what you're saying, Brynn, is watch the feed. It will be announced when it happens. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, Kev, what would you like to uh, my, my new, our newest episode of uh, Anime Cross Course went up there the other week. Uh, no, exactly good. It was a hilarious episode of Monthly Girls Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun. Very, very fun. Had a blast. Uh, <laughs> and you can also find me over on Twitch every Tuesday evening on uh, my friend Connor Rain's Twitch channel, where I run a D and D game, which we have now named the campaign "The Odyssey of This Bish." Oh, nice! <laughs> Fantastic! Fantastic! <laughs> I'm so glad this this went out at five o'clock so you could say that. And I, yeah. hey, B-I-S-H, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify. Yeah. And Lisa? 
Uh, yeah, so the full back catalogue of um, Straight Outta Canto podcast radio show episodes is up on the Nerds No Media site. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the Straight Outta Canto blog over on blogger.com where I do all my extremity horror Asian cult cinema weird deviant reviews. I also write for the Uray, which is um, an international Japanese J-horror resort site. And I'm also back working for Christmas FM. Well, this year. So, she's busier yeah. than all of us guys <laughs> yeah. she really does what is all the shame hey Lisa aren't you supposed to be like doing literally everything else right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, oh we yeah there's also the straight out of Canto book that will be out in time for Christmas I swear yes book? And, I'm yeah. writing the fo- and I'm writing the forward for it you so are that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, yeah, guys, if you haven't already, go over to Nerd to Know Media, get all our content there, web design coming up soon, all that good stuff, Spotify, Ooh. Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, we'll be back next week because my internet works. So, uh, <laughs> see you later, guys. Oh, hey, Bye. <laughs>